Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! So this is what I I feel pretty certain that I know for sure is just that one thing always leads to another. It's just it's just the way it is. One thing always leads to another, and that's where a lot of my topics gonna go today. For instance, what I want to talk about is. Um, Oh, oh, before I get started with that, for those of you guys who are watching YouTube, um, stay tuned at the end because, you know, I'm very grateful. I'm in a situation where um, I was offered to uh, test out a product. Hey, I'm going to, you know, this company was going to send me out a product um, because they want to see how I'm going to react to it. it. Really, I mean, it's about value. And this is just a very important thing. It's just like a company saw value in sending something to me uh, to, for me to try it out. And I think this is what we always got to remember with everything that we ever do with our art, with when we're working for clients, what value is it? Always, you know, you got to think about this. Um, but so they had sent me this product and so I did a, I've never done it before. I did my first uh, ever real product review. And um, it was, so I, I show that at the very end so you can watch that if you, if you like. Um, but what I want to talk about today is why one thing, how one thing sort of leads to another is I was listening to this uh, guy, if you're familiar with him, his name was Earl Nightingale. He's got so many, Is you know, he's no longer on this planet, but he, um, He's done so many videos that you can find, just listen to. And again, I always encourage people, you know, and I know you, you guys, as you listen to this, you're listening to different people talk, and that's what you should do. You should listen to as many people as you can talk, however, whatever's sort of working for you and feeling it. So as Earl Nightingale was talking, he, he said, he brought up this thing, he just said, um, what good is accomplishment if there's nobody to share it, right? And Okay, yeah, pretty common, right? You start, you know, these things you don't really think about. You go, what good is accomplishment if there's no one there to share it with you? So I think about this. I'm like, what does that really mean? Well, what does that really mean? How can how can I kind of break this down in my own internal uh, mind? And what it comes down to is like, you know, it's the whole purpose and reason for sharing. Imagine if we, you know, what, yeah, what good would it be I don't know, it's award season right now. Whippy awards. Uh, uh, you know, I only say that jokingly, but also it's funny because no one remembers. You know, it's almost, it's funny because I always watch and listen to people's reactions. No one seems to care about the other person really winning their award because it's not them. You know, it's like you hear, there was this one, uh, it was uh, after an Academy Award, you know, it's like everyone's in the beginning, you know, everyone loves you. Congratulations, great job. All of a sudden you don't win. Crickets, you know, no one tells you anything anymore, and then you know you're in this defeat and you feel robbed or you feel this and that, and it's just like, oh my god, what a disaster! Just over an award. Um, but anyway, let's just say, like, with the awards, like getting uh, uh, an Academy Award, if there was no cameras, if there was no papers, if there were no people to clap and pretend to love you know at you at that moment. Uh, if there was none of that, would it even matter? No, I, I just don't think it would. And, and you start to go, what would, what would matter 
if if you know based on that what what good is accomplishment if there's nobody there to share it with what would it matter what would the joyful things be what would it mean if we were you know built a home and had this vacation and everything but we did it all alone and there was nothing to share it with there was you know to to share hey look what i've accomplished what i've maintained but there's no one to share it with so Coming to that sort of like conclusion in my mind, I realized, you know, how important it is to share. You know, it's an extremely important thing to share. And I think this is why social media has worked. You know, this is why Facebook became that platform and, you know, all these other ones prior and people more and more. This is the culture we live in. We live in a world where sharing is important because it gives us, um, it gets, it gives us the opportunity to show our accomplishment. And that's part of something that we all have to have in our lives. There's no escaping it. And almost like what Earl Nightingale, what this is what awesome, how one thing leads to another. He was talking, he mentioned this guy, and I don't really understand people's names all the time when they send, mention them. And he mentioned this guy, um, Abraham Maslow. Abraham Maslow, Dr. Abraham Maslow, who was studied psychology and all that. And in all the books, he sort of, now it's like written. This is written in all the psychology books and different things about what humans need and the stages. So it's called like the um, the Maslow hierarchy. And that's what it is. And it's like this little pyramid uh, thing. For those of you guys that are just listening on Spotify, YouTunes, just, you know, research it, check it out. Um, but so this is the first thing that we all need. Again, this is why sharing is going to be important and why and, uh, you know, why we want to accomplish things as we're going to do in life. Um, it's just natural. But how we how we act on it. So the first thing is what he talks about, the basic needs. And that fits like these two different categories, these two different tiers, the the two base, the basic needs that we all need. So, and as I'm saying this, I want you to think about the reality that if you think you're going through this uncertainty or you're not unsure what you want to do, or you, everyone's going through it, okay? If anything, this is what you need to understand. Um, the non-artists, everyone's going through this. Um, so, but the basic needs of the human being are um, uh, physiological needs. So, in regards to, we need food, we need water, we need clothing, we need rest, um, and we need security, and we need safety. These are primal things that we need because do we care about winning an award if we have no food on the table? Absolutely not. Would you care about winning an award if you're trying to feed yourself and feed your family? No, priority number one is feed yourself, get you fed, have the security, have those needs. This is basic number one, so nothing else matters, okay? So once you've met those basic primal needs, the next thing is the psychological needs that we all have. And what are those two things? Number one is the belongingness and love needs. Uh, that is intimate relationships, friends, social media, you know, we need to feel love. We need to feel appreciated. We need to be seen. We need to be heard. It's just part of human existence is that this is what almost makes us feel like we've uh, accomplished something or done something in our lives. If we can do things, and this is why we're constantly striving and aiming to accomplish things, really, why we want the children's book, why we want our books, why we want to be an art director on a movie, why we want to be associated with that film, why do we want this, why do we want that, why do we want things to satisfy our own sort of needs of accomplishment, and then at the end of the day, we hope that people are going to uh, look back and, you know, and, and, and give us praise for it, because that's what we need too, unfortunately. The reality is... 
you want to eventually be able to let go of that praise and know that that's not why you're doing it. That's not the real purpose of why you're trying to get to where you're at just so that someone can pat you on the back because you'll ultimately learn that that's not what's going to give you happiness. That's not what's going to give you joy. You know, we see it uh, thousands and thousands of times with just different uh, people, uh, multimillionaires, actors, you know, who are just miserable. And I know some very rich people who are miserable. They're just, they're just, they, you can tell there's so much internal stuff going on in their head. They got all the money, you know, but it doesn't matter. And it's just, uh, there was a great quote by Jim Carrey. I think he said, I wish everyone could be rich and famous just to realize how uh, it's not cracked up what it's supposed to be. And it's people go, oh yeah, that's easy for you to say. But, it, but the bottom line is like the guy said, yeah, it is easy for him to say. And he, who else can say it? He's the only guy that can say it because he's there. He's living amongst those people and amongst those circle. He knows. I see it. I see these people. You Again, they have, they have all this thing. So the thing is, is that that's something that we need. Okay. Okay, fine. We need that. We know that we needed it as children. If we didn't have it as children, it was going to affect us later on in life. And many of us, it did, who didn't have that nurturing, loving relationship. It's like, it, it's not there. All right. Esteem needs. That's the next thing is a prestige and feeling of accomplishment, you know? So here it is again with the accomplishment. You need to feel that. And then the last tier, which is like the top tier that you guys can see there, which takes up a third. So it's almost broken into thirds uh, here because there's these three tiers. And the third one is what they call self-actualization. And self-actualization is achieving one full potential, including creative activities. So that's when you have hurtled through all this. You've met your food needs. You're meeting, you're, you're meeting your social needs, your esteem needs, all these things. You're doing all these things. And eventually now you get to that place where you've achieved it all and you start to get more creative. That's the goal. Now, if a lot of these things are holding you up, if you're in a place in your life where you need food, uh, don't be worrying about buying a computer, okay? It's like, these are certain things. I mean, maybe, maybe... I'll take that back. Maybe you're getting that computer because that's going to launch you to start providing. Who knows? Um, but the reality is you just kind of like need to follow those, know, understand those certain needs, but not get so bogged down by them that they're not going to take you to that place of creativity. Because eventually, once you start to go, you know what? It doesn't matter so much what I'm, I'm feeding myself. Do I have food on the table? Yeah. Can I go to a restaurant? Yeah. You know, these are questions you ask yourself. Are you capable of doing that? Can you go out with friends? Do you have a roof over your head? Yes, I do. Okay, good. Now you can move on to the next thing because you are, have been able to accomplish those needs. The next thing that you're going to, your belongingness and love, are you finding that? Are you, do you have that, you know, in your life? Are you, is it something you're surrounded by? Is it something you're searching for? And these are things that you decide, you know, got to understand at that moment that, yeah, this is something that I just kind of, uh, is, is really important, but I'm not going to let it take me down and not let me be creative and not let me get out of bed in the morning and not let me be, do all these things because I don't have that. Again, you're stopping yourself from opening up the full uh, Pandora's box of creativity because that's what's awaiting at the very top. That's where people say all the time, where do I get my ideas from? Why isn't it natural? Why don't I have this? It's because in oftentimes you haven't met those other needs. You've met 
the food need, you've met the safety need, you've maybe, you've met, you know, maybe not, maybe you're not feeling safe and secure because you're not making enough money. Again, th these are the sort of needs. Security is a job. You got to have the job. So again, looking at these needs, it sort of opens up uh, a different mindset that say, keep trying to know, number one, know that everyone's in the same place. Everyone's in this exact same place. You're no different from, and we're no different. We're all humans. We're all from this planet. None of us are aliens that we've discovered yet, that we've found out, I'm sure, at some point soon. <laughs> Someone's going to unveil themselves and reveal that they were an alien all along, and we'll be like, whoa, that's crazy. Wow, didn't see that coming. Um, but listen, this, this, this is the thing. So let's get back to the, the topic again. Is like, what good is accomplishment if there's nobody there to see it? Just make sure when you're sort of like aiming for your accomplishment that you're doing it because you want to do it. Because it's important to you. It's meaningful to you. It's not about just pleasing the other person. It's why we do everything, but don't let it be that. Just don't let that, you know, how many people are in jobs that they hate, but now they're satisfying the needs of their parents or their siblings, aunts, uncles, grandparents, someone now, now, are you happy now? You happy that I'm working at this job that I'm miserable at for the rest of my life because that's what you wanted, but you didn't think about what I wanted. Well, you know what? You know what I want? I want the self-actualization. I want to get to that point of creativity and start doing that. So what you have to do in that situation is no matter where you're at in your career, no matter where you're at with what job you're doing, what you have to do is just accept the fact and enjoy that you're at that job and this is where you are in your reality right now. And outside of that work, you're going to work on your own creative endeavors because this is just where things are right now. And I'm going to work towards this and my goal is to get there and I'm going to just keep sort of like moving forward and I'm going to try this and I'm going to try that and I'm just going to just see where it takes me and, and stop worrying so much about what the end result's going to be. Because it just... It's, it's, it's saying it doesn't matter is... I, I don't want to blow it off like it doesn't matter. It's meaningless. Of course it matters, you know. Again, you don't want to... But it doesn't matter in perspective of... you. It's out of your control. So therefore, it doesn't matter. You have no control over it. You don't know what... It's going to happen. You are projecting that within your head, within your mind, and telling yourself these stories of what the outcome's going to be, and that's putting the fear in your head, and now you don't even want to try, and now you don't even want to talk to someone about doing it, and now you're not blah, 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 blah. You just go down this long road of just, just endless thought. Which is doing what for you? Well, I don't know. What's it doing for you? Is it making you happy? Do you need that for fulfillment in your life? Is that making you excited? Is that what you truly need? I bet not. I bet you truly don't need that. I bet you, you want a nice, calm mind. I bet you do. I bet you just kind of want to be nice at ease and on a, just a mellow point and just relaxed. I bet that's what you want. So you identify that's what you want and start to say is all this other stuff, you know, with, the, with the, my esteem needs, my belonging needs. Am I going to let other people's, uh, you know, things, you know, affect me? So I was talking to my wife today and I said, it's kind of like we're like our own little house, right? We're our own little house, we're our own little building. 
What we're surrounded by in life is a bunch of little tornadoes. There's a bunch of little tornadoes trying to break down our house. What do you do if a tornado is coming towards your house? You get the hell out, you try to get to safety. So what do you do when you're put in a predicament of someone who's threatening to you and anything else? You try to get the hell out and get yourself to safety. What do you do if someone's coming onto you and they're attacking you verbally or anything else mentally? You try to get yourself out to safety. So every single scenario, you're trying to get yourself out into safety. So now what you really kind of want to do is there's going to be a lot of tornadoes out there and some of them are in the distance. So there's people who bug the hell out of you and this and that and there, but they're, I'll tolerate them. They're just kind of out there. And then you got more of the big hurricane, the big tornadoes, which are gaining speed and they're bigger. And those ones are more effective and because they, they're affecting you and they're affecting your life and just like, oh, this drama, whatever it may be. And so what you got to do eventually is really the idea of self-actualization. And I was, you know, been uh, reading Maslow's stuff now and just listening to more videos, but it's very intelligent, the conversation. But the idea is um, what you're going to, ideally what you want to do for self-actualization is you want to have those tornadoes just be like a force feel like the planet Earth that has this field that is stopping so many things so that we don't have acid rain hitting our head, you know. Know, uh, so to speak, and that we have, or media's every two seconds, we're going to just have this force field around us, and around our little force field is the tornadoes are out here all trying to get in, but we're just like, <laughs> I don't need that, that trouble over there. I don't need to put myself in that situation, that one. You can guys keep on knocking, but you can't come in. And that's what you do, and you just become this strong sort of mold. You become this strong energy in this 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 headstrong person who's just like Kiwi hey man you know punches so what so what punches so what so what your job sucks right now so what you got someone who's upset at you what can you do to remedy that you know what are things again I mean just it's not taking things lightly. I don't want people to misconceive what I'm just trying to say. There's a lot of people that I can't relate to because of a lot of uh, greater situations. But I, I can tell you from the letters that I get from people, and I just received one today from um, a woman in Germany who wrote me just an amazing letter and talked about her struggles and her, and her mother passing away and what she went through with that, but how she was able to come out of it and through, through motivation and things being said that sort of led her on this path of making stuff happen and, and this new world of seeing things and excitement. Isn't that better to do that? I think so. So, so why not try? Just, just, just try. Just try, just try to try. Try to block out the tornadoes around you. Try to build up your force field. Try to, um, you know, when you're trying to accomplish things, do it because you, you love it. You're mixing what you love and what you do for work together. Isn't that the dream? Isn't that the dream? Man, I love riding. I, I love, you know, fishing. And I want to, now I'm going to go do fishing and that's going to be my, my lifestyle. You know, I want to be a basketball player. You know, speaking of, you know, this, this young girl asked me at the convention, the ISCA convention I was at. And she said, tell me something. I, she said, don't you feel like what it's really like in the art business and is that it's almost like trying to get into the NBA. 
there's a lot of people out there trying to get into the NBA and only the few are going to break through. Don't you feel like it's that trying to be a character designer in the industry and start doing that? I said, yeah, absolutely. Yes, it is. It's tough. It's going to be a lot. I mean, granted, personally, there's more people, more artists working in the profession than there are people working in the NBA, just, you know, realistically. There are. So there's a lot of jobs and it, and it transitions into many different areas. You learn one craft and you get better at drawing and you become the character designer, the storyboard artist, the, 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 the script writer, the painter, you, the sculptor, you become the whatever it becomes. But every time, you know what's special is every time you're doing that, you're accomplishing growth within yourself and that's moving you into that next direction anyway. You know, you're going to get there. That's it. So uh, make it a great week. Stay tuned. There's the video coming up if you want to see this awesome product by Etcher that they sent me this product. And I, I really enjoy it. Check it out. See if you like it. All right. Make it a great week. Take care.